Hello. Hello. We just want to tell you that we've got another live show on at the Bill Murray. Another one. Because the first one sold out quicker than you can read the Bible. Wowee. But it sold out. It did sell 100%. out. 100%. This one is on March the 26th, which is a Tuesday. Tuesday, cool day. <laughs> and you can get tickets at plosive.co.uk. See you there at the Bill Murray. See you there. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. And welcome to Northern News, a podcast with me, Ian Smith. And me, Amy Gledhill. I'm from a lovely little place called Hull. And I'm from the thinking man's pontefract, Ghoul. And we've been living in London, much to our family's shame, for too long. So, we're going to be trawling the newspapers to find out all the stories we've missed from the North. This is Northern Northern News. bloody Halloween, Ian, if you can believe such a thing. It's the first day before Halloween! (laughs) 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 It's spooky, it's spooky stuff. It's actually further away from Halloween than next week's episode will be, but (laughs) Halloween will have been done by then. Once it's done, it's done. You can't look back at Halloween, you can only look forward to it. I've always said that. We've always said it. Every day we say that, don't we? Such a waste of life saying that every day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big waste of life. It only starts getting relevant around now. Yeah. Yeah, come Christmas, everyone's like, what are you banging on about Halloween for? Why are you going on and on about Halloween when it's remember, remember the 5th of November? Mm. Have you done anything scary this week, Ian? Um, no. (laughs) What about you? (laughs) Well, we um, moved flat recently. That's scary. And that is scary. It's Move- real scary. I'll tell you what made it extra scary. I hadn't seen the place. <gasps> um, I couldn't have a look round, so um, my girlfriend's had a look at it. Yeah. And I just trusted her. And it's a nice place, but um, some of the windows don't close. And we brought that up with a letting agent. And on the, on the phone, the letting agent said, well, some people leave the windows open in the bathroom all the time anyway. And then right. she carried on talking. And I was like, yeah, sorry, but sorry, can I can I just, excuse me. And then at one point, I was like, you're going to have to let me speak now. But there has to be an option to close the window. It's like, it's getting towards winter. So, oh and she's like, oh, well, I guess different people have different preferences because the previous tenant hasn't brought this up. I was like, I don't care if the previous tenant don't give a shit about not being able to close their window. The previous tenant has also been in, in there during a very hot, hot summer. Yeah, yeah. We're now in rainy, rainy, rainy season. It's chilly. When the wind blows, the window is opening and smacking up (gasps) against the side. I'm like, ah, well, some people like the (laughs) ambiance of a bit. How big is the window? Could someone break in via the window? No, well, we're on a first floor. Yeah. So you'd need a ladder. A squirrel could break in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Mm. (laughs) Well, What about you? Anything spooky happened to you? Um, Well, I went up north. I went to Bolton. 
Oh, I went to Bolton. More like Boolton. Oh, hello. Yeah, hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, were you doing something? <laughs> that was adorable. Um, I went to Bolton and I went to Hull. I stayed with my parents for a bit. Mm. And my mum and dad listen to this every Thursday in the kitchen. Hello, mum and dad. And my mum said something, which I just thought was so poetic. There was just like a lulling conversation. And my mum just went, oh, it's tiring, isn't it? Living. <laughs> oh. oh, isn't it tiring living? Mm. And, you know, and I thought, well, that's kind of spooky. Yeah. Because it's almost like she knows what that death isn't tiring. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Bit of a tenuous link yeah. there to the, to the afterworld. Mm. But it is. She's she's bang on there. Yeah, it's tiring. It's tiring living. I personally haven't died. Right. But I imagine it's just so chilled out. Do you think? What if it's not? What, what like hell, I guess. All that kind of stuff. But what if it's just more living? We just go again. You just go again. That pissed me off, I I'd reckon. Absolutely if, living. If you die... And you have that last thing, you're with your loved ones, you say goodbye yeah. to everyone, and then your first thing is you've just popped out at someone and you're born again. You'd be like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> now I've got to be a one-year-old, but with the memories and yeah. um, everyone coming up to you going, and you're like, oh, fucking talk to me like that. i got a first, <laughs> a first degree. <laughs> maybe babies, maybe babies. Maybe babies remember the previous life mm. as they're coming out, but they can't tell anyone about it, and then the memories fade. Yeah. And then you reset, but you're born knowing. Yeah. You're if born baby... knowing you've been a quantity surveyor. No wonder yeah. you're crying all the time. And that's why babies can't talk. Yeah. Because it'd be too terrifying to give birth to someone coming out straight and going, ah, I'm a 45-year-old quantity surveyor <laughs> from Halifax. <laughs> I want to see my wife. My wife's still alive. Oh, miss her, she's going to be scared. And you're like, trying to breastfeed that. <laughs> Put a cork in it, have some milk, you miserable brick. What a world-weary one-year-old. Or non-year-old. Non-year-old. Yeah. Poltergeist, poltergeist. Okay, <laughs> what spooky story do you have from <laughs> the North? The North. Well, let me tell you, because it's a special episode, mm. I've gone outside of, of our usual remit. Oh, here we go. And I've gone for genuine spooktastic rather than specifically the North. Now, the thing is, it doesn't say where this has happened. Okay. And it could be the North. Mm. But the, the headline is so gripping, I couldn't just go past this, in. Yeah. I think you'll understand. The headline is... I divorced my ghost husband after his affair with Marilyn Monroe. Oh, but oh, you got to. You imagine competing with Monroe, though. You couldn't. You couldn't, could you? Right. You're having a go at your ghost husband because he's had an affair with Marilyn Monroe. One, you can't touch him. Yeah. Two, it's Monroe. She's an icon. I would say if anyone was given the chance... To have a fling with Monroe. With the ghost of Monroe. Alive or dead, you'd say yes. <laughs> Do you want to have a fling with Monroe's dead body? Yeah. <laughs> I meant the person having the affair was alive or dead. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it applies to both. Yeah, Monroe, real or ghost. And person, real or ghost. Mm. 
But my big first question is, uh-huh. when has this woman got married to the ghost? Well, I'll tell you exactly. So on the 31st of October, oh, uh, God. a.k.a. Halloween, yeah, and uh, she got married in 2022. So not, right. not that long ago, but just after five months of marriage. Only five months. Uh, yeah, I was expecting that one to last for ages. Do you know what she says in the article? Marrying a ghost is difficult. What? Yeah. She said that? Yeah. She said, being married to a ghost was so draining. Eduardo, her now ex-husband, was unreliable and couldn't contribute to finances. (laughs) (laughs) You can't argue with that. Really? And has he he tried to get a job? (laughs) (laughs) Going in the job centre, floating him through the door. Well, I guess that'd be, what's your best quality? Don't need doors. Don't need doors. So I don't what, know what, what you'd use yeah, what that for. Yeah, what job's that good for? Locksmith. Her, her locksmith would be great. Just going into a place. Going in the house. Opening it. Getting the keys. Yeah. Putting them in the actual door. Hotel housekeeping. Yeah. Housekeeping, are you in? He can just go in. Her sleep, don't bother. You wake up in brand new sheets. <laughs> You're like, huh? Oh, Eduardo. What's going on here? <laughs> Wife's like, this, we come to this hotel because it's got Eduardo, the ghost cleaner. Um... <laughs> Wake up in fresh sheets. I'd love that. I think you'd be mm. great at that. So the woman that married him, who's called Bracard, or Bracardi. And do you know what? The way he proposed this ghost was actually very romantic. Can you guess The how... ghost proposed to her? Yeah, big time. Big twist. Big... <laughs> yeah, and it's actually lovely. Can you um? Can you guess how he did it? He spelled out, will you marry me, with some pans. Oh, you're so close. He spelled out, will you marry me, in the steam of her bathroom mirror. Oh. That's the romantic one. proposal. <laughs> she was just sat on the toilet at the time watching him write it. Uh, she said that she immediately accepted the uh, proposal and they got married on Halloween last year in an old derelict chapel. I tell you what, before they got married, they had, uh, you know, a build-up. You yeah, know, yeah. You, you get dating, to know her. Courting. You're dating, you're courting, you're going to Wagamamas. Do you know all the usual stuff? This is how they sort of met. She said uh, she'd been experiencing a few strange encounters, a shadowy figure out the corner of her eye. But one evening she was lying in bed and suddenly felt a warm sensation. Mm. My first thought, she's pissed herself. Yeah. Don't know if anyone else had that. Then she says, I went all clammy. She pissed herself. And the feeling spread through my body even though the room was icy cold. This is a woman who has pissed herself. (laughs) All the evidence. She's 100% pissed herself. And the air smelt like piss. (laughs) I mean, she's pissed herself. Then she says, I I reached to turn on my bedside lamp, but something grabbed my hand. Then I heard a voice whisper, I love you, and felt someone's breath on my ear. It was terrifying. Mm. And that's the sort of the first date. I've had worse first dates. Mm. If you piss yourself and then you're terrified. <laughs> piss yourself and someone whispers, I love you. <laughs> it was terrifying. Then she had a number of similar visitations. Then she eventually saw him as like a as a ghostly figure. Mm. Guess what he was? We have when we've spoke about ghosts on the pod before, mm. we have said they're usually one of like four types. Uh is he like a chimney sweep? No. An oil rig worker. A Vic- Victorian. Oh, dandy. He's a soldier. Oh, yeah. He's, he's a, a soldier. soldier. Of course he's a soldier. He's 35 soldier. 
and she says he was a 35 soldier from Victorian times. Yeah. There's no year there. There's no sort of specific date. She'll have asked him, where are you from? Oh, Victorian times. Victorian times. times. What year were you born? I was born in the year Victorian times. I lived from Victorian times to Victorian times. (laughs) That's what's on my gravestone. Just estimation Victorian times. Ye olden days. Um, But, yeah, they got together. She did say, you could be a bit jealous. Uh, If I laid out a revealing outfit, he'd rip it or hide it and then vanish for a few days. I wouldn't put up with that behaviour from a living man. Yeah, but you give a ghost a bit of leeway, don't you? You give a ghost a little bit of leeway because they are dead. He's ripping up your clothes. He's ripping off Marilyn Monroe's (gasps) clothes at the same time. Cheeky, cheeky ghost. She said that sometimes when he'd come back, this is how she knew the affair. When he'd come back, she'd get a waft of Chanel Number no. 5, the perfume Marilyn Monroe waterbed. Yes, and no one else. And no one else ever. Now, yeah. I'll be honest, my mother, Christine Gledhill, what's her favourite perfume? It's Chanel Number no. 5. Oh, She's Christine, Marilyn if you're Monroe. listening. <laughs> Christine, <laughs> you've got to come on the podcast and look us in the eye, look your daughter in the eye and say you didn't have an affair with Eduardo the ghost. <laughs> You've broken this woman's heart. You've broken her heart. My, my, my. She was certain that um, he was having an affair. The relationship had become difficult and she didn't know how to confront him, you know, Mm. probably because he's a ghost. Yeah. That would be, like, the the main thing. And she knew she wanted to end it and the only way to end the marriage was an exorcism. Yeah. It's it's a tricky end to a relationship. It's a tricky end to a relationship. Mm. I think a good thing, I think when you finish your relationship, even if you're both living... Yeah. Even if in the rare occasion the both of the people are living, yeah. get an exorcism for that that's, relationship, that dead relationship. when you know someone's breaking up with you. When a priest turns up, they've got like a Bible and a stake and a cross and stuff, and you're like, oh, okay, I don't think we're staying together. Yeah. And then the priest starts going, devil be gone! <laughs> and you're like, Hurrah! your head's spinning round, you're like, the Being Christ. Sick. Just tell us we're... Just tell us before we're moving away from each other. <laughs> We've stopped communicating. <laughs> we want different things in life. <laughs> so that is the story of um, Eduardo from Victorian times. Do mm. you believe it? Yeah, I believe every word of that. Six pounds for a pint of blood. Well, I'm going to tell you a story about Please. a ghost... And I don't know if we've got the times where they're from, but here's the headline. This is from The Mirror. Ghost hunter vows never to return to haunted tunnel after voice says two chilling words. (gasps) What could they be? Any guesses what these words could be? Two chilling words. What would make you not go into the tunnel? Um, I've only just read what the two words are. So I, <laughs> I, I skimmed this article and I hadn't found the two words yet. But I've the funny. Are they? Yeah. Give me a clue. It's angry. Really? I'd say less chilling, more angry. Get fucked. Close. <laughs> no, it's not. What is it? Um, uh, so, Andrew Pollard, known as the Yorkshire Ghost Guy, recently made a return to... Kedebi Tunnel in Doncaster on his most recent investigation. In a previous investigation, his equipment captured a farm inspector telling him to fuck off <gasps> before yeah. claiming it was trapped. Fuck off! I'm trapped! It's <laughs> <laughs> <This is> weird. <laughs> fuck off! I'm trapped! Would you want me to help you get out of the trap? Fuck off! Oh, yeah, I shouldn't have said fuck off, actually. <laughs> 
Come here. Fuck off, help me. <laughs> Fuck off and help me out of this trap. Get gone and release me. <laughs> that is such a Doncaster ghost. Yeah. That's fair Fuck enough. Off. Yeah, so his recent visit turned more sinister when he checked the audio when he got home and heard a voice giving him a distinct warning to leave and not return. The tape is heard saying, It's him! Get him out! Get rid of him! Get out! <gasps> Fuck off! I'm trapped! Later in the creepy video, more whispered conversations can be heard. Yeah, this visit really unnerved me because whoever or whatever is there clearly isn't happy with me being there. Andrew was armed with a K2 meter, a device used, um, oh God, to detect spikes in paranormal activity. He said in a previous visit to the tunnel, we captured a woman's voice asking, is my baby there? Oh, God. Yeah, fucking hell. So this guy, this Andrew guy, he's like a paranormal investigator. Yeah. He's gone into the tunnel wanting to hear stuff and he's recorded it. Mm. So you can actually hear... Yeah, I don't know whether he... I mean, there's no link to the audio. Right. It does seem like he's gone, yeah, and I got a tape of him saying, fuck off, get him, it's him. Oh, can we listen to that tape? Um, yeah, I'll send, you, I'll send you... What's your email address? I'll send it on. Yeah. I don't have internet but, at the minute, but... Yeah, yeah my internet's down. Why oh, did you use, a, like, 3G on your phone? Yeah, but my phone, I got mugged. Got mugged on the way here. I would you want to use, um, like, my laptop or something? You can... Fuck off. <laughs> I'm trapped. I'm, I'm trapped. <laughs> I'm trapped here in this conversation. Please fuck off, I'm trapped. I'm trapped in a lie. <laughs> I'm, I'm spending all my lie. money on ghost equipment. How much money do you reckon a K2 meter costs? You're going to get one. Not too bad. How much is it? £53. <gasps> to detect a ghost? Yeah. Um, well, let's get one. Next year's Halloween special. Oh, here we go. Reviews. One star. This went missing. <laughs> right, hang on. That's not a review of the product. You've lost your ghost hunting equipment and you've gone, gone missing. Yeah, but maybe it's been taken by a ghost because they're like, stop spying on us. Yeah. We're trying to have private conversations saying, fuck off, I'm trapped. And you're recording it all. I'm going to nick that. I'm going to put that down yeah. a ghost well. <laughs> Forgot about ghost wells. You know, the, the classic ghost wells. Um, one person, rubbish. It doesn't even beep like it does on haunted programmes. But maybe that's because there isn't a ghost. I bought this product because I recently moved into a house on Elm Street and my kids were having... Yeah, so I think that's a fake one. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's my story. Gone in a tunnel, he's been told to fuck off. What would you say if you were a ghost? Two words. Probably, well, what's my vibe? Am I trying to... You're down go, a tunnel. Someone's yeah. walking down. If you want to scare him... If I want to scare him... Yeah. Murder time. Murder time. Oh, that's good. Murder time, I think. I'd say you're next. Oh, that's a good one as well. Or big tits. <laughs> Just to baffle them and be like, what? That might encourage What's people this? into the tunnel. The big tits and like, huh? Yeah. Where? Then... Where? <laughs> and then I'd say, you're next. Oh, God. Then I get him. I get him. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to yeah. bring something like this to life. And yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend <laughs> that I don't right Hold now. it in. Hold on. And our current faves. And... Luffy must have his due. <laughs> Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. 
and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Stop haunting me, Yorkshire puddings. And now it's time for our special guest correspondent, Phil Ellis, who comes from Preston, the home of the first ever KFC. Mm. Phil, have you been to the original KFC? And what's your order? Yeah, I have many, many times, actually, to, to, to very low quality. It's usually a variety <laughs> meal. It used to be called the variety meal for one, but I think you realise how lonely that was, so they changed <laughs> it to variety bucket. Bucket for one. <laughs> Doesn't sound great, bucket, does it? Bucket. No. Yeah, bucket for one, please. Bucket for one. <laughs> Can we have another bucket for one, Colonel? Yeah. Slop some chicken in that way, please, sir. Yeah, slop, slop doesn't help, does it? It doesn't help. Yeah. I, I only get like to be served food from someone I have to salute. <laughs> so I, I don't feel comfortable. Uh, how would you describe Preston, Phil, to, to people who've never been? Well, it's weird. I don't really know what it is anymore. You sort of walk around everywhere's shut. My favourite thing was I walked. I was there about ten, I was there about ten years ago. It's quite a recent story. I think it sums up Preston quite nicely. I was just on a gig when they used to have the frog and bucket there, and I was walking to the train station. So I was rushing. So it was quite late, and uh, I wanted to make the last train back to Manchester. And um, this lady was walking past. She was like early fifties or something, and she just said something to me. And I turned around and I thought cause it was Christmas time. So I went, "Oh, did I have a nice Christmas?" Uh, I thought that's what she said, and she went, "No, I said, are you looking for business?" <laughs> And I went, oh, right. I went, no, I'm all right, thanks. She went, oh, right. She went, did you have a nice Christmas? So I went, yeah, it was all right. I was, good. I was yours, great. Yeah, it was fine. Everyone. <laughs> yeah, that sums up Preston quite well. That's lovely. That is lovely. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to have clear diction when yeah. you're on, on the streets. Yeah. People going, pardon? What? Yeah, sales pitch is bad. If, if you're going to hit your quota. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you give her that advice? If you're going to hit your quota, you really need to enunciate business. Listen, I haven't got time now. I've got to make the 10.36, but same time next week. Book it for one. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. I'm sorry, everybody. You can't use the same language as KFC. Finger lick it, let's leave it. Um, I'm sorry about that, everybody. So I hear you've been leafing through the Lancashire Post. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, been clicking, (laughs) opening tabs, (laughs) opening tabs left, right, bloody centre. There've been some great stories in Preston, even just today. But my favourite is a couple of big stories. Ross Kemp was seen near Preston (laughs) filming. (laughs) (laughs) Not even in it. Just in the woods outside. Do we even know if he was filming? Yeah. I think someone was he shot just the in film. the woods. Probably just filming. Yeah, yeah, just filming Ross Kemp. Ross Kemp's just in the woods near Preston. There's no camera crew. <laughs> I could imagine him doing that where he's saying he's on some survival thing. And really, you're like, yeah. you're like they can see you from Preston. 
in the fucking woods. You're always in the woods with a tent. Yeah. She's kicked me out again. I just every time she kicks me out, I just hire a crew. <laughs> There's no real story there. He's just nearby. That's Got a caravan park, but I don't think that. Well, caravan site, and I don't think it's a ponton. Oh, he's not uh, even managed to get to ponton. So no. that's oh, already wow. a good story. That's a great story. Yeah, Phil, here's a question for you. Outside oh. of comedic achievements, have you ever yeah. appeared in a northern paper? Oh, we, yeah, I have actually. We went to Butlins as kids, uh, not as adults dressed as kids. We probably has to leave. the papers. That costume ain't fooling anybody, Mr. Ellis. <laughs> I just want to join Kids Club. <laughs> <laughs> My mum dressed me a quite a uh, meta fancy dress, actually, I think. For ahead of its time, I was a barrel of laughs. Oh! Um, and so she made a barrel and it had loads of jokes on it and she made me hold a feather duster and I was very uncomfortable. I was quite shy and I had to wear just my pants and a vest with this <laughs> barrel on top. And I, I felt horrible, but I made the, made the paper. <laughs> That's brilliant. I don't think there's been a clearer and more, like, completely understandable comedian origin story than... <laughs> Your mum dressing you in a barrel with jokes slapped to it and you're in your pants. Yeah. Going, I don't I think back. I like this, but I've made the paper. Yeah. I went backstage and fell into some toxic waste. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. I became a good middle spot. <laughs> I became a strong 15. Wow, your first fancy dress costume really shapes your life. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, you don't realise, do you? I think my first fancy dress was, you know, when it's Halloween and you, your mum puts a bin bag round you to be a witch. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Do you like a little bin bag care? Um, Is anyone? Hello? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I think Hello? I like a bin bag one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to go as a, as a bin bag. So I was a little bin bag witch. And then when I worked at... Um, uh, <laughs> that was your nickname. <laughs> that was my nickname. And it's stuck, bin believe me. <laughs> it's bloody stuck. It's June! <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my Twitter <laughs> handle. Then when I worked at the Crystal Maze in Manchester, mm. so this is only a few years ago, and we had to come up with a character, and I couldn't be asked to put any effort in, so I just my character was called Bin Bags, and I'd just wear, just wear a bin bag. <laughs> so it has, it, isn't it yeah. weird? It's affected all our lives. It does have an effect. If I have a kid, I'm going to dress it as a successful businessman. Oh, that's good. What do you think you'd do, Phil? You had a kid and it was born with a T-shirt on. <laughs> It'd be funny if it was a T-shirt with like a picture of just a, a random couple enjoying a weekend in Blackpool. Holding <laughs> <laughs> one of those cushions. Probably maybe what's on the T-shirt. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, is it a plain T-shirt? I mean, yeah, I don't know where it's come from. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a fruit of the loom, it's almost certainly. Be. I'd just try and put it back. <laughs> <laughs> till it, it comes out with the, with the suit on. <laughs> Come back when you smoke. Yeah. <laughs> we get encouraged to try and ask new questions on this podcast, and um, I don't know if that one's going to come back. That was good. Uh, yeah, well, well, well <laughs> What would you do? <laughs> I'd love that if that was one of the staple ones in job interviews. Yeah. <laughs> what are your weaknesses? What would you do if you kids? 
I'd make sure it works well as an individual <laughs> and also as part of a team. It'd be funny if the interviewer is asking every candidate because their kid had come out with a T-shirt yeah, on yeah. and they're just trying to find out, <laughs> what would you out. do? <laughs> it, it's Umbro. It's not even a good make. <laughs> Going to get bullied. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, oh. well. Wow. I think that's the end of our time with you. Where can people hear stories like this live yeah. from you? Oh, I'm doing the Soho Theatre in London from the 7th to the 11th of November. Woo-woo! Uh, so nice to talk to you. I've laughed a lot. Thank you, guys. A I lot. really appreciate you having me on. Always Lovely a pleasure. to see you. Always a pleasure. <laughs> always a pleasure first time on. <laughs> I mean, to speak to you both, it's always a pleasure. <laughs> Oh, well, thanks, Phil. Thanks, guys. We'll see you at the Soho. All right, bye. Bye, Phil. Bye, bye, bye. Don't let that ghost watch me in shower. So I found a story that is not technically ghoul, but it could be ghoul residents suffering this fate. So this is about John Leggett College in Scunthorpe. Mm. And that's the college I went to. So it takes a big bus full of ghoulies. So this is an incident that has traumatised students. Trauma is horror is Halloween. So it is a legitimate story if you're listening. A group of uh, students has been left traumatised after a car pulled up alongside them before the occupants set off fireworks in their direction. <gasps> They've been fireworks. Not fireworks. I'm afraid so. That's awful, that. Yeah, just walking down the street, someone's opened a car door, and then... Oh! It's hard to do a firework impression. I think you would just need to add the... <laughs> onto, the onto the beginning. <laughs> That's really good. I was firework sting. Mm. <laughs> do you reckon they still got... Like, when the fireworks go off, do you think they still would go... Oh! Yeah. <laughs> ah, I'm burning! Ooh. Wow. Oh! Wow! Look, Look at that one! <laughs> so when I was in college, I was dating a guy who invited me out one night and I uh, went to meet him and he was with all his mates and I thought it was going to be like a real romantic thing. Um, and what he was doing was um, setting fireworks off out of his bum. Oh! <laughs> But there's a skill to that. It was terrifying. It was up. I hated it. I I am very health and safety conscious. I love my health and safety. I still turn a plug off at the wall before I pull the plug out. Oh, really? Every time, Ian. Every single goddamn time. I'm not the sort of girl you impress by setting fire. If anyone was thinking, I want to impress Gledil. Mm. You can't impress me by setting fireworks off out of your rectums. If I'm honest. Okay. I wonder if there, there'll be people the listening to this. I know. Box I know. full of fireworks. <laughs> Just going, oh, great. Box full of fireworks, assless chaps. <laughs> but no, I didn't like it, Ian. Mm. And they were also putting, a, in dog, in, putting fireworks in dog poo bins. Yeah, I think that's funny. Stayed with him for six months. <laughs> <laughs> well, but did you like, we're going on a walk around the park together and he's like, oh, hang on a second, just let me... <laughs> Put that in the dog poop bin. <laughs> bah, 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 just like bang, firework <laughs> in the dog poop bin. You like this? You like me now? <laughs> I think that'd be the weirdest bit. Not him putting it in the bin, but him stood next to it screaming, "Do you like me now?" I liked you before. I'm not sure now. Imagine saying that at any point during a date. Do you like me yet? 
God, keep going. <laughs> what was the point? <laughs> Fireworks. Fireworks. Um, oh, God, yeah. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, the girl who wished to remain anonymous said, we were sat in a group at dinner when the car came by and discharged two fireworks in our direction. Oh. I think this girl sounds like a bit of a square. So her statement to the paper is, a car came by and discharged two fireworks in our direction, landing six feet away before exploding. Do you know what? That is my kind of girl. Yeah. That's what I would have said. This girl said, I was traumatised by it all, and I'm scared of fireworks as it is. Oh. So imagine being scared of fireworks, and then one gets launched at your face. No, I'd hate that. And purposefully as well. Yeah, yeah. Horrible. Thankfully, no one was injured and officers are currently exploring lines of inquiry to identify any of those involved. So they're not, they're just exploring the lines of inquiry. I could send in my ex-boyfriend's name and address. If you're listening, you're like, I did that. Hand yourselves Hand in. Hand yourselves in. You'll see this inside of a prison cell, but your soul will be um, clear. <laughs> Have you heard who's died? Over back. What story have you got, Amy? Not so much a story, Ian. A list. Oh, God. This this episode's went playing with the farm. <laughs> it's a spooky list. It's mm. the five most haunted places in Yorkshire. Oh. And let me tell you, number one is a place in Hull. Of course it is. Yeah. Spooky dookie. So number one is the Anderson Funeral Parlour in Hull. I'll be honest, I've passed this building whoo, 500 times. Didn't know it was a funeral parlour because it's always been like shut down, boarded up, mm. you know. But people have been, um, you know, going like ghost watch. Mm. Yvette Fielding, they've been. Do you know what I mean? Big deal. Yeah. They've been there. Big deal. I didn't realise it, it is still, there's a part of it that's still open and it's a late night pharmacy. Oh, boy. I want to go there sounds... late at night. Why you got a late night pharmacy? That sounds just In like an old drug deals. Party. Yeah, it yeah. Does, doesn't it? <laughs> so the staff who work there to this day refuse to go up because it's got like three stories and they refuse to go up because so much stuff has happened and they won't go in certain bits. They literally just work in their little pharmacy bit mm. and they won't go anywhere else because it's all abandoned oh god <sighs> i don't yeah i don't think i could work at a funeral parlor without becoming paranoid that no there was some haunting going on especially not one that's let me say from victorian times oh, if i can Jesus if i can be Christ. so specific in my dating yeah victorian times were mad they were mad and creepy mm. they were so creepy it'd be so weird in the future when people look back at like the 1970s mm. as like the creepy time. Do yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm getting haunted by someone from the 70s. Yeah. <sighs> People be walking around like haunted places and they'll be, do you remember them, um, all the rage, there's the chairs that you fill up with air that were like, oh, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> bright orange, like bubble chairs, but like, oh, the plastic bubble chairs filled with air of ghosts. Oh, you think they're filled up with ghosts? <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Now, mm. now I look back, it all makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> you just sat on sat on ghosts. Sat on a scrum of ghosts mm. playing my Mega Drive, <laughs> not a care in the world. Um, they say the Anderson Funeral Parlor is the last location visited by Mary Jane Langley, an eighteen-year-old girl who was murdered in eighteen ninety-one. 
if I'm honest, mm. I, I don't want to say I'm a detective. I don't want to say it. Okay. But do you know what, Ian? I think you will feel the same. See if you've got a theory for what's happened here. Okay. Before her disappearance, Langley visited the building to meet with a photographer mm. who operated his business there. Mm. Not long after, her lifeless body was discovered in a ditch with her throat slit. Mm. The police listed several people of interest, including Jack the Ripper suspect, Frederick Bailey Deeming, but nobody was ever convicted of the crime. Okay, riddle me this. <laughs> You've gone to a creepy building mm. to see a photographer Yeah. when you're eight, an 18-year-old girl and then you've been killed. Mm. Who do you think's done it? Has she done it to herself? I think that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder if anyone spoke to the creepy photographer. If there's one, like, lowly police officer going, do you want to speak to the photographer? And they're like, don't be daft, lad. <laughs> You can't kill someone with a camera. <laughs> no, I'm saying he might he might have like got a knife or something. How's he taking photos with a knife? <laughs> you need Daffy. two hands to take pictures. You can't have two hands on camera and one hand on knife. No chance. Also, it's not clear, but maybe the um it was already a funeral parlour. Yeah, what well, come get yeah. the photos done. Come get your photos done at the funeral parlour. That's fine. No, thank you. I'm 18, is that okay? Yeah, yeah, just come along. On on your own, please, to the funeral parlour. Um, just checking, have you got a neck? <laughs> uh, why are you asking me that? No reason. And you won't be wearing any sort of, like, orthopaedic neck collars or any sort of metal around your neck that might, I don't know, stop a blade entering or anything like Just I just, it's just like a thing that I just ask every client. It's, just, it's a fun question. It's a fun I question. Ask. The camera, actually, if you take a picture with someone and they've got a big metal collar around them, it distorts the image. Basically, I needed to have a bare neck. <laughs> Murdering people in Victorian times was easy, wasn't it? It's because all stupid back yeah. then. All stupid? They're all thick as shit back then. <laughs> Did they have TVs back then? In Victorian times? Yeah. No. Idiots. <laughs> Can't have a mecha TV. <laughs> I could make a TV now. No, you could yeah, not. Could. Then. Screen, yeah. box box bit, <laughs> plug. What's going on in the inside? I think I could make it look like a TV. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, it is hard, isn't it? No, it's hard. Yeah, it's yeah. hard. So that's number one of, of the five. Other contenders on the list are the Rippon Workhouse Museum. Oh, God. It's a workhouse. Of course that's haunted. There's going to be bad vibes there. Number three, the East Riddleston Hall. Riddleston. Mm. Temple Newsom is number four in Leeds. Temple Newsom distinctly remember telling you a time when I did a wonderful wee, <laughs> like a crab, outdoors in the evening, in the dark, and I ran like a crab whilst doing it. And there was a few of us doing it, and it was a, it was a very <laughs> exciting moment. Oh, yeah. This was in, in Temple Newsom, which is the fourth most haunted place in Yorkshire. Yeah, but I imagine that scared the ghost off like four girls <laughs> pretending to be crabs and pissing at the same time. You, if you were like a murderer haunting people, you'd be like, right, here we go. This what, what, what are they doing? Oh, leave, leave it. Leave them. Leave They're it. not worth it. They're just, they are freaking me out. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, now, number five, the fifth on the list, I think is fascinating. It's 30 East Drive, Pontefract. And look, it's just this house. Oh, so yeah. So all the others have been like big stately buildings, mm. the, the old funeral parlour. This just is a, a normal house. terraced house. 
Yeah. And like Yvette Fielding's been loads and loads of programs have gone there because apparently it is just for whatever reason, like genuinely, genuinely terrifying. Yvette Fielding, who's obviously been bloody everywhere that's haunted, Mm. said it's the most terrifying location she's ever visited citing the never-ending paranormal activity and the violence of the spirit who dwells there is excessive even for a poltergeist. What's happening here? From a 30 this East is Drive. excessive even for a poltergeist, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but it's re- genuinely really scary. So one of the families that lived there was like, what's going on here? Then the, the evil spirit started targeting their young daughter and it says, one of the most disturbing poltergeist attacks saw the spirit drag the 12-year-old girl up the stairs by the throat before attempting to strangle her with an electrical wire. This can't be true. Because surely if that happened, it would be the biggest news story ever. <laughs> or, I mean, if there was CCTV footage of it or something. But I don't know. I just don't know. I just don't know. But it just seems like so many people have visited it. The neighbours have, have reported screams and demonic voices even during periods of the home being yeah, uninhabited. I, I wouldn't even want to be next door to that. She'd be like, oh, well, our house isn't haunted. But yeah, every now and then we can just hear yeah. muffled from next door. You'd be like, fuck it, I'll give it a break. Turn it, it's 10pm. <laughs> I've had it, I'm sick of this. This is excessive even for a poltergeist. <laughs> I accept there's going to be some screaming and, and murder. <laughs> For a poltergeist, but it's excessive. For God's sake. Yeah, wild, right? Yeah. Spooky. It's been a spooky episode. It's been a spooky episode. And this is the point in the episode where we're allowed to say, just so that no one is feeling very scared, we whispered, uh, fuck off, I'm tired during those stories. Fuck off, I'm trapped. Oh, I keep saying tired. We, I said, fuck off, I'm tired. And then we had to restart a story so I could say trapped because I think I'm so tired, all I can think of is being tired. But, What's um, the point? Just to clarify, if you were listening and you heard someone whisper, fuck off, I'm trapped, that was a little fun Halloween episode joke. Um, and if you heard someone say, fuck off, I'm tired, that's just us saying that we're tired. Yeah, yeah. We can't be asked. And if you heard fuck <laughs> off followed by anything else, then you are being haunted. Yeah, you are being haunted, yeah. Do you know what? <laughs> On that note, yep. I just want to say thank you for listening to this spooky mm. Halloween episode. And we'll be carrying on the spooky stories over on our Patreon. Check your cupboards. There might be a spooky story in there. <laughs> or it might be on our Patreon. Yeah, it's on so our do, Patreon. Do, yeah, do sign up and then check your cupboards. Yeah. That would be great. Always check your cupboards. <laughs> and sign up to Patreon. <laughs> or Apple Subs. And thank you, of course, to our special guest, Phil Ellis. Yeah. Oh, hi. Check him out. Funny. At Soho Theatre. Soho Theatre. The lad done good. Mm. What a funny, What a funny, funny guy. He's a funny man. I think you should yeah, sing sorry. them a little sleepy, scary lullaby. To oh, okay. End the you can have this. Pop it, pop it on. It's time for sleep. You're gonna get haunted by a little ghost. It's under your bed right now. Go and have a look. 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 Is that a lullaby? (laughs) 
Oh, and she's gone to sleep. <laughs> she's drifted off. Um, yeah, thank you so much for listening and uh, see you again next week. Happy Halloween! Goodbye! Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.